When you commit to a disciplined exercise program and nutritional you know, improvement in your life, you are saying, I'm, I'm gonna act that better person. I'm behaving like that better, healthier person. Welcome to the BR Coalition podcast. After traveling the globe for over 30 years doing Catholic ministry, I discovered that Catholic men and women are craving direction, a genuine sense of purpose. We wanted to help. If you're a Catholic looking for inspiration, direction, a sense of belonging, and want to discuss daily life, chasing dreams, working hard, and even the hard topics like loss, failure, despair, the signs of the times, then you're in the right place. Each week, we discuss real life as Catholic men and women. The Be Ready Coalition helps you be ready, spiritually, mentally, and physically for whatever life may throw your way. Whether you are already a prayer warrior, or maybe you are a new convert to the faith, or maybe you are a lifelong Catholic looking to achieve your goals in your spiritual and personal life, this podcast will give you a deep sense of direction and the next best steps that you can take to live the life of peace, purpose, and prosperity our Lord wants for you. We are your hosts, Father and Son, Jordan and Doug Berry, and it's great to have you join us today. Hey everybody, welcome to the BR Coalition Podcast. This is episode 27. My name is Jordan Berry. I'm here with my dad, Doug Berry. Today we're talking about why you should start exercising and get fit right now and not wait any longer. Uh, real quick, please like and subscribe to this channel if these episodes that we're putting out uh, are helping you. Um, also, we do want to mention Indomitable before yeah. we go any further. Yeah. On September 5th, we are opening the doors to our new coaching program called Indomitable. Go to brcoalition.com forward slash waitlist and uh, for more information and also to get updates on um, the doors opening on the 5th. We need it. We need Indomitable. It's based on that idea that we've been created with an indomitable human spirit. God gave us this not to be slaves, not to be, you know, doormats, to really live in that freedom that God wants to give us, body, mind, and soul. And Indomitable is uh, just a... It's a powerful way of being able to help people do that. And everybody needs it, all different ages. I don't care how old you are, where you are in your faith, where you are in your journey in life. Uh, Indomitable is, a, is going to be a powerful way of coaching, teaching, training in all these areas. So get on board with Indomitable. That's right. BeerCoalition.com forward slash waitlist. All right. Say a prayer. Let's get bet. started. You bet. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Joseph, Terror of Demons, pray for us. The Father, the Son, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, let's talk working out and fitness. So first, let's I think define what what do you think fitness is? Is it being looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> or is it you know a Michael Phelps or? <laughs> Uh, just so everybody, so we can get this off yeah, right yeah. away. Let's understand what we're talking about. We're yeah. not talking about becoming an Olympic athlete, right. marathon runner. Uh, just like when we talk about self-defense and the conversations we have about self-defense, you know, in BRC and you know, any kind of training there, it's not about becoming Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris. It's about having basic skills on how to defend and protect yourself that anybody can do at any age, different environments. Fitness, essentially the same thing. You know, paragraph 2288 in the catechism says that life and health are precious gifts from God, and that we have a responsibility to be reasonably healthy and to guard and protect our life and so forth. So the idea of being reasonably healthy, what does that mean? Being reasonably fit, well, what does that mean? It means making sure that you're putting in your body good things that help the body grow, the way the body is designed to react to certain foods, right? And also activity that is healthy for the body, 
uh, muscles, bones, bone density, um, heart, cardiovascular, these types of things, blood flow to the brain to help the brain stay stronger and healthier. So fitness is about dealing with things like brain fog, which a lot of people struggle with. It's about dealing with, you know, why am I getting so sore at 40 years old? Some of that largely is going to be your diet and lack of certain types of exercise. So fitness in general is how do we, how do we have a healthy body to be able to function in this world and do the will of God? Right. Okay. Let's define exercise now. So there's, you know, with social media and YouTube, and when you look up like how to do a push up, and then you see this super jacked person showing you how to do a push up. And, you know, a lot of people look at that and think, think, I'll never get to that point. So it's kind of discouraging. But in general, how would you define exercise for somebody like a decent amount of exercise, generally speaking, for the average person? A decent amount would be, you know, estimated, well, some would say like 120 to 150 minutes a week. Mm-hmm of some sort of intense movement. Now, what does intense mean? Uh, You know, it doesn't mean you have to be running constantly. It doesn't mean you have to get out there and do, you know, high-intensity interval training, HIIT workouts, as they're called, Um, not necessarily all the time. Um, It's going to vary, you know, from person to person. If you can get three days of about 30 to 45 minutes. If you can get three days of 20 minutes in, that's going to be better than nothing or better than one day. But if you can get three to four days of a good 30 to 40 minute type workout in that involves some strength training, which means no, you're not going to be out there squatting 500 pounds, but you are doing some resistance training for the muscles and the bone structure. Uh, But then also some cardiovascular effort as well. Uh, they get your blood rate, your your your, your blood um, pumping and your heart rate up. But if you can do about three to four days a week, 30, 20, 30, 40 minutes, that's going to be an ideal, a rough amount of time. All right. Well, let's get into some of the benefits. We have five written down here. There's a lot of them out there, but we're just going to cover some of the five main ones. Uh, you already talked about this a little bit. Physical health, regular exercise helps maintain a healthy weight, reduces risk of chronic diseases like heart disease diabetes and certain cancers um it strengthens bones and muscles and that i think the strengthening part comes from the resistance training which is what you just mentioned you know if you're just doing jumping jacks and running and doing burpees well burpees there's a little resistance there but uh cardio if you're just doing cardio that's not going to necessarily make those muscles the fibers stronger it's not going to increase that bone density as much as pushing or pulling wood. Exactly. Everybody's got a story of somebody. Well, my aunt so-and-so, my grandma so-and-so lived to 102 and just walked every day. Okay. You will have those situations where that's going to happen. But in general, the overwhelming majority of us need some sort of resistance because our genetics just aren't going to carry us into a healthier life. And I'm not even worried about how long someone lives. It's not about how, how, how many years you can pack in before you die. I like to look at the quality of your life. I know people who say, oh, my 100-year-old before they died, but the last 30 years, they were miserable because physically they hadn't taken right. care and of themselves. other people were taking care of them. They were in a wheelchair. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's, un- that's not It's avoidable, not avoidable. So. Right. But when you look at someone like Jack LaLanne, who died, I think, 95, 96 years old, and Jack LaLanne, he's kind of known as the guru or grandfather of fitness. You know, and Jack LaLanne lived the type of life where in his early 90s, mid-90s, he was still working out pretty much every day. He was doing some sort of calisthenic or some sort of weight training. He designed a lot of our modern-day weight equipment. I mean, I should say a lot of our modern-day weight equipment stems from stuff that Jack LaLanne designed. The resistance training gave him stronger bones and good muscle tone and good muscle mass. You need resistance training for good muscle and bone 
health. Let's look at it this way. Your muscles, you got fast twitch and slow twitch. You got to train them both. Okay. And you do that with different types of resistance training, uh, whether it's fast movements or, or slower movements, but any kind of resistance, free weights, machines, the bands, Okay, resistance bands. Yeah, if you don't have a, a huge garage gym or don't have access to a public gym, yeah, you can order these bands for twenty bucks on online. Yeah, exactly. And I got a set of them. I mean, I have free weights. You know, we, you grew up with the, with that. We then you got them too now. But the bands are a nice addition, and I use them sometimes. I like to mix them in with stuff to change things up. They're great for shoulders and yeah, those little muscles in your back. And exactly. Yeah. yeah. Blood flow, uh, coordination type muscles yep. and, and such. But the bones need resistance training. Now, bones in general, very simple explanation. You have a couple of main cells in the bone, osteoblast and osteoclast. Osteoblast, think blast, explosion, okay? So when you have resistance training, those osteoblast cells are stimulated and they grow um, more dense. So your bones become stronger when the osteoblast cells are stimulated and they're stimulated through resistance training, such as exercise bands, you know, moving weight, some sort of push pull, as you mentioned earlier, the osteoclast cells are the types of cells that kind of have that, the regeneration type, uh, in that they, they kind of, they, they tear down the bone. Now the bones are constantly regenerating as we go through our whole life. Our bones, all of our body is just like our skin, you know, sloughs off and new skin cells grow. Everything inside your body does that eventually too. Like your entire digestive tract over about two years time will change. It'll, it'll, it'll go through an entire transformation. The cells, the bones do the same thing. Osteoclasts are constantly trying to tear it down. Osteoblasts need to be stimulated in order for the bones to stay dense. So the older we get, osteoclasts seem to start taking over. And the older we get, more sedentary we become and less active there's less resistance training. There's less push-pull movement. The bones get lazy, you can say that. And the osteoclast cells start taking over and they start breaking down a little more. And then that's where you run into things like osteoporosis, weakened bones. So exercise is not just about looking good. The looking good part and feeling good is actually a great fringe benefit, all right, of, of what we should be doing so we can have strong muscles, strong bones, because our skeletal structure and our muscular structure allow us to move and lift and carry, whether it's boxes, furniture, groceries. Children. Children. I was just <laughs> going to say grandchildren, children. Yeah. I mean, the people who throw their back out picking up their kid. Uh, we, that shouldn't have to happen. And in most cases, it doesn't have to happen. There's always the situation, yes, where it could. No matter what you do, something can still happen. But you can minimize that by being stronger and healthier. And therefore, resistance training is a very key part for that to happen. Stronger bones, stronger muscles. Um, and not to mention one last thing here too, when you have good quality muscle, kind of a muscle-centric health approach, when your muscles are healthy, when the muscle fiber, and I don't mean muscle mass, okay? You can be lean, not have a lot of muscle mass, but have great quality muscle. You can also have people that are, yeah, they got a little more muscle on them, but it's not great quality muscle and it's not cared for or trained very well. And the nutrition isn't great there. Their recovery has been poor too. So they're stiff and tight. And, exactly. Yeah. And so therefore the muscle does not contribute to the body as good as it could if the muscle was cared for. So good proteins, there's the myth out there that the older you get, you should eat less protein. And that's been debunked by a lot of fitness experts and, and, and that's, there's a myth out there that the older you get, you should eat less protein, and that has been debunked, and that's a myth, and a lot of fitness experts and scientists have said, no, that's not true. In fact, the older we get, it's actually good to have a little more protein so that you can 
focus on having a healthier, stronger muscle, but the resistance training is part of that. There are chemicals in your muscles that are naturally released into the body when you contract and, and flex and so forth through exercise. Those chemicals help your organs. They help your brain. This is the way God designed it. When we use the muscles that God gave us, we find that the body reacts well to that when it's a consistent sort of disciplined way. Boy, I tell you, it, it affects you much, much better, especially long-term. That moves us right into the second reason here to be exercising and working out, and that is mental well-being. So you just talked about that, but when you exercise, your body releases endorphins. This causes uh, what they call mood lifters. It reduces stress, reduces anxiety, can help with uh, promoting better sleep, mm. cognitive function. Well, if you're sleeping better, you're going to be thinking better. So yeah. if you work out, you sleep better, you think better, you live better. There's just... It's better. It's, 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 it's all around better. So uh, you talked a lot about um, the older you get, the more sedentary your life is. Mm -hmm. So that's less blood flow. And that means less blood flow to the brain and to the muscles. So when you work out, you're not just moving blood. You're actually getting uh, nutrients that are in the blood to the brain, yeah. oxygen to the brain. Right. This helps with thinking, decision-making, and we're all about making better decisions here at BRC. So, Yeah. Oh, uh, and, and this is something when you hear people who talk about, well, I got this brain fog problem. And then we get older and they go to the doctor. The doctor says, yeah, you're getting a little bit uh, off on some of the thought process. So here, take a drug and this drug will help. That's insane. To, we go yeah. there right away. Our body naturally has. God created us with these endorphins ready to go. To do what they're supposed Just to do. a little do. bit of effort. And like yeah. you said, that 20 minutes, two to three times a week. Heck, if you could just start with one day a week, just, yeah. just to start, you yeah. know, just to get moving, do that. Make it, you know, five minutes, three days a week, 20 minutes, two days a week. Just figure something out that works for you. Right. And start, if you have to start slow, start slow. If you got to just go for mm -hmm. walks around the block, go for walks around the block. If you got to start... Or carry some know, dumbbells while you go for a walk. Carry some dumbbells, you know. Or, or a, a backpack or something. Yeah, just a little bit of resistance, a yeah. little extra. And start slow because you don't want to burn out. You don't want to jump into it. Okay, we're going five days a week. We're going to knock this out of the park. And then after the first day, you're so sore that whether it's walking or weight training or, or resistance bands or whatever you've decided to do, just go play tennis or something of that nature would give you some activity, cardio, and some resistance because you're pounding and swinging and so forth. Mm -hmm. But just starting slow, but doing it and doing it consistently and get that two days, three days, four days, and I'm sticking to it. Here's my program. I'm going to get it in. I'm going to get those victories. And we like to say in BRC, stack your victories. Right. You stack your victories by saying, I got through a week and I got three workouts in. And the week before that, I got four workouts in. The week before that, it was only two. Okay, but I'm working up and I'm getting victories. I've done that. I've been working out since I was 12 and I'm 58. So 46 years of, of, of victories along the way so that I can say I have invested mentally and physically in, in my life. Brain fog, though, I don't want to get away from that for a moment. You want to clear up the brain fog without drugs, which should be our, our goal, and, and do it the way God has designed us best to do it. Start with your diet and some exercise. Change that diet up and start feeding yourself stuff that is not processed that doesn't have a lot of additives to it, cut back on the processed sugar. Cut back on it. I'm not saying cut it out because it's almost impossible to in today's world. It's in ketchup. It's in it's in everything, practically. You can cut it way back. But though. hey, if you're working out and sweating, then you're releasing some of those toxins oh, in your body. And that's a huge gonna... There's kind of a rule out, though. You hear from some fitness experts and so forth. They, they talk about the 80%. Mm -hmm. At least go to 80%. If you're only taking 20% in of your sugars and your your other additional process, this and that, that is so much better because that means roughly 80% of your body is free from that now. Basically, you're reducing the poisons. 
that are uh, that are hurting your brain and causing things like brain fog and and that um um oh wait um uh, what was I <sighs> I just don't even know what I was thinking I sometimes that's busy because you got too many things on your mind sometimes it's because the brain is getting a little bogged down because the nutrients have been very poor that are feeding the brain and like you mentioned about blood flow yeah. oxygen in that blood nutrients in that blood and that happens when you when you exercise looking at screens too long sitting down too long being inside too long all these things can contribute to that slow mind yeah. reason number three boosted self-confidence so when you follow through with what you say you're going to do that's the biggest self-confidence builder especially if you are doing something that's helping you you know be physically fit yeah. like exercising or just living a more active life in general take your family on a walk or out to the park or something but this is huge uh for boosting your self-confidence is to get those workouts in consistently throughout the week. Yeah. We had a podcast a while back that addresses um, being true to yourself and how you gain so much by being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I did what I said I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the confidence builder. It's a confidence and self-esteem and all these types of internal things don't necessarily come from the outside as much as they come oftentimes from just inside. And if I can look in the mirror and say, I stacked that victory. I got that workout in. I did this. I, I, I got a victory yeah. here because I cut back on my shirt. I'm not this person because I said I was. I'm yeah. this person because I'm acting like that person. Exactly. I'm becoming that person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and exercise helps that when you commit to a disciplined exercise program and nutritional you know, improvement in your life, you are saying, I'm, I'm going to act that better person. I'm behaving like that better, healthier person. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately... All, not only you, but all those people around you will benefit from you being healthier and, and more disciplined. 100%, yeah. Reason number four, improve overall quality of life. So being physically fit, you can enjoy your everyday activities more. Yeah. You know, we mentioned picking up your children or groceries. Or you'd probably say no to things if you're really out of shape. You'll say no to a lot more than you would if you were in shape. You know, because <laughs> yeah. you just don't feel like doing exactly. it. Exactly. You know, your yeah. energy level is just... yeah so low that you don't you know you'd rather just sit down and watch a watch a game or something right or tv or sitcom whatever whatever right. you watch i'll just share this with everybody is that you know you know because you're my son that not too long ago i was diagnosed with hypertension which some people would not be surprised by that because i'm an intense person to begin with and have been my whole life uh now that being said the doctor looked at me and he said look your blood work is fine everything about you there's nothing like your enzymes are good here and there and this and that we don't see any serious problem your your heart rate is is great i mean everything looks fine this is there's something else going on here what is this well a lot of it is just the intensity of my personality is a big part of it so he said well we could look at medication and i said well what are the alternatives to medication well i jumped on board right away with doing a lot of research behind this and i jumped into what nutrients could i add what could I, you know, how could I remap or rewire to, to affect the hypertension, to affect the blood pressure and so forth, right? Instead of going on blood pressure medication and looking at the nutrients like increased potassium, magnesium, you know, looking at um, drinking hibiscus tea, increasing things like uh, the omega-3s. These are all natural ways to improve your health. Now, what that does then is it allows me to not have to say no, as you just said, to those things in life, you know, doing things you, you, uh, recently, you know, had some stuff you needed moved and you were able to count on dad to help out. You know, you didn't have to worry. Dad's so out of shape. He's going to have a heart attack if he picks up the box. Especially in the Texas heat, you know? Oh yeah. It's been a hundred, <laughs> like 105 to 106 yeah. for a month and a half. And that's not an exaggeration, everybody. The van read 108 on the way over. Would you really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is East Texas right now. Man, it has been hot. brutal and no rain for six hot. or seven weeks now. It seems hot like. and dry. Yeah. 
So anyway, all that being said, I want my kids, my family to know they can count on dad. I want my friends to be able to count on me. And so I want to take those steps that are natural and, and, and the better steps so that I can put myself in a better position. So like you said, I don't have to say no to those things and those wonderful things in life that we can all, you know, still enjoy. Reason number five, probably the most important one. Uh, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Maintain the temple. That quote goes back <laughs> to the early days. <laughs> it does, yeah. That's one of the early ones. Yeah. Uh, scripture says the body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You've been purchased, and at what a price. And the price is, of course, the death and resurrection of Christ. So our bodies matter. There are people who will say, ah, it's just the body, it's just the flesh, it's going to die anyway. Yes, it will until the final resurrection, we're reunited and God will take care of everything and perfect everything. So whether you're in shape or not, final resurrection, you're going to be fine. But while we're here, it is still a temple of the Holy Spirit. And what you do with a church, if a church has a leaky roof, if you care because the Blessed Sacrament is in the church or people come to the church to worship God, you fix the roof. You fix air conditioners. You make sure the plumbing is working. We love a refurbished church because it allows us to walk in and feel the presence of God and the beauty of the atmosphere. It elevates everything. It does. You know? So when we take care of our health, that elevates everything too. And it, again, it's not about vanity. That's We haven't even addressed that because that is not what we're talking about. It's not about looking in the mirror and going, oh, check out my arms, look at my ripped abs. That is not what we're talking about. We're talking about your body as a temple of the Holy Spirit, maintain the temple, just like you maintain the church or you maintain your own home. I mean, if God gave you your house and you're a good steward of that property, you would take care of that house. If you got an infestation of cockroaches, you try to get an exterminator out there, right? If you got a, you got leaky pipes, you, you try to get them fixed because it can eventually ruin so much in the house. And we could go on and on with those examples. Everybody understands that, I think. Your body is more precious and more sacred than a house. Yeah. Well, so the second most sacred thing besides the Eucharist on planet Earth is human flesh. Exactly. It's the human body. Yeah. Because it is the only thing that God resides within. All right. Mm -hmm. Animals know, trees know. Is God's presence there? Of course. He 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 created and he sustains. But in us, it is it, we're creating an image and likeness of God. And that's unique. And so yeah, we have a responsibility to take care of it. Again, back to paragraph 2288 in the catechism that health and life are precious gifts from God. And we have a responsibility to be reasonably healthy. And, and you know what? Yeah, as we get old, things change. But that doesn't mean that we can't continue to take care of ourselves and invest so that we can minimize you know, problems that we really don't have to have. We build our own problems oftentimes. We nail our own crosses together and put them on our back by, ma by making choices that are destructive to our bodies and to our minds and to our health in general. Yeah. The mountains we carry, yeah, we were only meant to climb. Yeah, Remember that's that it. Quote? That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. yeah, so true. All right. Well, there's the five main reasons that we wanted to talk about today on why you should be exercising and getting fit today. Uh, one, your physical overall health. Two, your mental well-being. Three, boosting your self-confidence. Four, improving your overall quality of life for yourself and your family. And then five, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, and you got to maintain that temple. Don't forget to check out Indomitable at brcoalition.com forward slash waitlist. The doors are opening on September 5th. Yeah, and I also want to say this. There will be another podcast, uh, if you don't mind doing this one, I think we should, on another key reason why we should be getting in shape and taking care of our strength and our health right now, and that is because of the signs of the times that we're in. And there are things in the world that are just screaming at us right now that things are going to get harder and more challenging 
and we should be better prepared for them. Just like we talk about food, water, shelter, medical defense, uh, community, these types of things. You want to be able to survive trials, difficult trials that may hit hard. The healthier and stronger you are, the better you're going to be able to do that. So we'll talk more about that in another podcast. If you like this podcast at all, if it's benefited you at all, you know there are people out there who can be hopefully helped by something like this and just need that little push, that little encouragement, that little motivation to stack those victories, then please share this with as many people as you can. Get it out to them. You know there are people out there that sit around and wonder, man, I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. I just need that, I don't know, that shot in the arm. That's what a podcast like this can do. It's short to the point and can hopefully motivate and encourage people to start taking steps to remap, rewire their lives and get themselves in better shape, body, mind, and soul. So don't forget to subscribe, like, share. As we all say, we appreciate you being with us. God bless and strengthen you in this fight. We look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of the BR Coalition Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful to you, please rate and review this podcast. It means the world to us and helps more Catholics find this content. And be sure to follow or subscribe so you don't miss any of our powerful upcoming episodes. Check out our website at brcoalition.com for all the resources and products we create to help you transform your life. God bless and strengthen you in this fight. We'll see you next time.